I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to another episode of Are You Having a Prayer? And what an exciting episode we've got in store for you today. We've got a couple of returning um, drafters who are sort of regulars to your ears on a bi-weekly basis. Uh, Bradley, how are you feeling about our top secret brand new drafting guest? I have a high octane, deadly energy about it. I think it's what the people want, what the people want. They want answers. I think that's, if there's anything they're after, it definitely answers. And today, I mean, I don't think we'll get them, but we'll certainly pose the questions that are on everyone's lips. It will certainly add to the mystery of the character we're about to introduce. Excellent. And we've got all of our regular, we've got all of our regulars. There's some really good updates on the bet. There's some really good updates on the transfers. And there's an excellent edition of The Curse of coming up later. We've also got a terrific game that I get to play in. Hurrah! Yes, one of our one of our um, guests has brought a game, which I'm really, really looking forward to finding out um, what it actually is and if I can actually manage to uh, do anything rather than just come bottom, <laughs> basically. Without further ado, here's another episode of... So here we are with another action-packed um, show of Are You Having a Draft? Joined live via video stream from the United States of America. Say hello, Bradley James. Unai Emery out, please. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I mean, um, sorry. I sorry I know, I'm sorry, I'll see. from Beverly Hills, California. <laughs> Bradley James. Hi, guys. Hello, sorry, I thought we'd tuned into Arsenal TV then. (laughs) (laughs) And joining us in the co-hosting chair... Peter Everill, manager of Evil FC, currently in ninth place. And also rejoining a fan favourite, 
Matt Brummett, manager of the Superkeen Bromacticos, currently 10th place. And now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fans all over the world, the moment you've all been waiting for. It's Yare Jegbafumi! And I'm the manager of the Cerebral Assassins. And at the moment, I'm 13th in the league. Like, say it properly, Yari. Where are you? 13th. No, no, no. Where are you? What is the position? That, what is the actual position? What is what is the title of the position that you're in? Hey, as um, far as Yari is concerned, anyone who's not first is last. Exactly. <laughs> oh, thank you. You can't, yes. you can't let him Lad. get out of jail. You can't let him get out of jail free that early on. Lad. I feel I owe it to him because I've been calling him Yara Yegbefumate this whole time as opposed to Jegbefumate. Yeah, I didn't realise it was a... a, a, a um, I never noticed that, Jack. I never noticed it, to be Well, there you go. Every day is a school day, kids. I find it easier to say... That's fucking gold. That's gold. Lovely stuff. So now we've done the introductions... Now it's time for The Curse of Wolf. Well, Marcus, we have a special Curse of Wolf this week. Um, I like to call this Curse of Wolf Ultimate Edition. Oh, how exciting! Um, Why is it the Ultimate Edition? Because I'm not sure how we top it is an extreme example of the curse of wolf i don't know how we get a better one let's set the scene something we'll discuss uh later on is the arrival of jose Mourinho at tottenham <gasps> famous for parking a bus oh you've sown that Goal. seed i'm already excited i al- i already want us to jump to that <laughs> section and yare is chomping at the bit as well <laughs> patient Thiago. Uh, in his first game, Tottenham go 3-0 up against West Ham. It's probably an hour into the match. They're keeping a clean sheet. And Johnny Wolf gets excited. And the reason he gets excited is because he realises there's a player on the pitch playing for Tottenham, currently with a clean sheet, who is available to be drafted. Oh, go on. He signs Ben Davis oh. of Tottenham. In the 69th minute of the match. On the 73rd minute of the match, Mikel Antonio scores a goal, wiping away the Tottenham clean sheet. Okay, so the defence still needs some work. But hey, he's got a prospect for the future. Or does he? Because two minutes after that, Ben Davis goes off injured. (laughs) Having been in Johnny Wolves' team for seven Whole that's, that's, that's got to be a record. For two of those minutes, he was receiving treatment. <laughs> it's come out since that uh, Ben Davis, it looks like he is due for a lengthy spell on the sidelines, obviously. Uh, Johnny Wolf is, uh, is very happy about that. Uh, ligament damage, apparently. But that that's... is what happens Ooh. when you're signed by Jonathan Wolf. So we apologise to Ben Davis. You never stood a chance, really. When you started this seg- when you started this segment, I uh, went onto the app to look at Wolf's team to see who was injured, and I couldn't really understand where this segment was going because I couldn't see anyone in his team that was injured. Obviously, since realised the guy hasn't even made it into his team yet. 
And that's everything this week for Ultimate The Curse of Wood. Good idea. There, Bromit, as soon as Marcus hits stop, stop speaking. Yeah, just save, <laughs> save, save everything. everything. <laughs> save everything. Um, so, um, yeah, we're gonna we're going. For, it's recording now, so Bromit won't say anything good. Now it's recording. <laughs> um, I'll just make that that shit shit long joke about reverse of the curse. Yeah. <laughs> She'll get a cut. Um, good. So here we here we are with another. <laughs> Another one of our segments, which was going a bit dry um, for a few weeks. This is Pookie Watch. So, as we were recording uh, last time, Pookie was due to play a game and he scored two goals. Hey! Perfect. <laughs> yeah, I, were, I remember watching um, Sky Sports News in the morning and they're going, oh, Timo Pukki's back on form and I, t- I turned it up, I got all excited and they cut to like the streets of Finland going absolutely bonkers. I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Well, I mean, I think... <laughs> I mean, the streets, the streets of Finland are pretty similar to the streets of Norwich, so if I'm <laughs> one and the same, you never know. He scored two goals for Finland against the mighty... Luxembourg or Lithuania. We'll edit out whichever one of those it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I think it was Liechtenstein. <laughs> it was. I don't think it was either of them. Yeah. <laughs> either of them. Liechtenstein. Um, very good. Glad I've done my research there. We then come to this weekend just gone, which was game week 13. Timo <laughs> Pukki managed to get an assist in Norwich's win against Everton. Granted, it was against Everton, the worst team in the world right, right now. However... He's back on track, potentially. I'm just going to join two um, items together into one. Um, Puki, although he he got an assist in the last game week, over the last eight games has not scored more points than either Declan Rice or Robert Snodgrass. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) I love that. That's a great stat. Our, our hosts yeah, don't do segues as good as that, Pete. No, that's the thing. That's why we bring up. That's why we bring <laughs> on these excellent start, guests man. because they bring a different sort of. Um, they do a bring an angle to it. Yeah. Is what they do. That's fast, that. I mean, Marcus, let's go there since Pete's provided us with the segue. Yeah. Absolutely, this is the bet that everyone is talking about. <laughs> the bet. To date, Snodgrass has scored 28 <laughs> points, Rice has scored 27. That gives them a combined score of 55, which averages at 4.2 points per game week. And if you extrapolate that out over 39 game weeks, that would give them a combined score of 
167 we're gonna do it yes however thankfully there's only 38 game weeks so i think you can probably lower that score down oh, to it's th- uh, it's 38 Oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah what am I saying? Yeah, yeah. One, that's an odd number. I'm trying to get that game over the state. <laughs> Keep the one guy. Two, Pete's job is like some data guru. Three, like it's not like it's not like rugby league where they all like have one game week at like the Millennium Stadium just to tick it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what does that? So what does that actually get us, Peter? That would leave you with 163. Ooh, that's. Um, that's to our to our eminent guests, where do you think the uh, where who do you think is buying dinner? Oh. Uh, they'll 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 break the one fifty mark. Yeah, rice and snoddy. Yeah, I think um, I, I think he, well snoddy. I don't think will will do loads, but rice on his own. I think just playing in midfield, getting two or three points. Well, you were you were saying that as if Pellegrini's going to stay. That's contingent on Pellegrini staying. Oh, yeah, nice I, segue, uh, potential, but I think. I think Rice will be in the West Ham midfield for the, comfortably the majority of the season, even with a, a new manager. Snoddy, on the other hand, I don't think would be playing under a new manager, but Rice would, and I think it probably does enough. Yeah. Sorry, so, just before you go any further, um, Rice is very consistent, you've picked up on that, mm. and ticks over with one or two points every game week. Mm. So he averages two points a game week, which would get him... Um, 79 points over he'll, the he'll, course of the season. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, not, not, if you want to take me out for dinner, um, Declan Rice will get 100 points on his own this season. <gasps> oh, oh, that's oh, a shout okay. Oh, egg, egg fried Robert rice. Has now thrown in <laughs> oh, Robert, you will be wearing your full kit. <laughs> <laughs> Declan Rice gets over 100, 100 points. Uh, if, you get, if Declan Rice gets over 100, 100 points, me and Pete will uh, buy you dinner also. If Declan Rice gets under 100 Oh, what do you say? Break a hundred points. So if he gets a hundred points or lower, no, no, I, I think he'll get more than a hundred points. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Good. Keep, keep it going up. <laughs> so, and if so, how, if all right, how many do you think he'll get from it? I think I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go even more specific. I think he's gonna get a hundred point seven this uh, this season. Actually, no, no. I'm gonna stick with my original one. He'll get more than ninety nine points. Oh wow! He'll so break hundred. Okay. Guys, there's a hundred points. You said you'd break a hundred. Okay, yeah, I'll break a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Every point, every point counts. Now, <laughs> if, if here's the crux of this: is if Rice gets over a hundred points, but the combination of <laughs> Rob Rice doesn't, then Brummett joins me and Pete in our full uniform, in our full kit, uh, paying for dinner. Yeah, we'll work. It's like it's like when it gets like to the last game of like the uh, like the World Cup group stage and there's loads of different permutations. It's gonna be like that, but with football kits and Nando's. <laughs> I'm officially a little bit nervous, Marcus, because of this recent uh, resurgence of Robert Snodgrass. Yeah, we now are in need of uh, an injury to him. As I say, Declan Rice is the you know that is going to keep the clock ticking over and he'll get sort of around the seventy. Maybe eight point mark. Hundred points. Robert Snodgrass previously was not getting in the team. Now he's getting in the team. He's whipping in corners. He's taking the on free kick. Yeah. Yep. I'm nervous. I'm officially nervous. Good. It's good so, you have it on record, Bradley. Thank you. 
so Rice will get 80, what, uh, 79 points. Uh, so that leaves Snodgrass required to get 72 points. Oh, you do that. He's got 28 points already, so he only needs another 44 points for the rest oh, of the season. Oh, he'll get that. you got the Christmas period. Oh, if Manuel Pellegrini wants to, wants to uh, keep his job, he better drop Snodgrass. Yeah. <laughs> why they're not doing <laughs> uh, this is going to get... This is, re- this this is, is going to get really exciting. I'm really... This could be like um, how Dutton was on the last game of the season, how he's just really, really nervous for the whole day until he until he yeah, finally okay. won. This is good. Yeah. Um, Although I'm nervous now, it's game week 13 and already... Can I throw it. something into the spanner just a little well, bit? I mean, please tell us that expression again, because that, <laughs> that was excellent. Please throw something into the spanner. <laughs> oh, try, uh, oh, try, uh, oh, should I say, throw a spanner into the works? No, I prefer the first oh, one. Uh, throw something into the spanner. Keep that. Throw something to the spanner. It's a cerebral assassin, man. He stays with... Um, <laughs> oh my God. He throws what he wants. He throws what he wants, does what he wants, says what he wants. <laughs> um, Mikel Antonio. That's that, where does yeah. he? Where is he? In that, where is Snowgrass playing that equation? Because he's a winger as well, just like Mik, uh, and, and Antonio's yeah. been injured. He's back now, and, and he scored he's back. back. And he's Antonio's scored, back, and I've never been so happy. And he scored against uh, Tottenham the other day, and he looks like bang up for it. It's heating up, Marcus. It is heating up. I'm heating up. Cooking will be in May. Amazing, lovely stuff. That is, um, that's everything for the bet. I just did the numbers in my head and he hasn't got enough points so far. It affects Snodgrass though, that does, I think, personally. I love the idea of by the end of this bet, every member of the draft will be involved in some way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It ends up with like six to seven of us walking down to a restaurant. Whilst we're on the subject of bets um, and uh, com- little mini competitions that are going well, I actually got excited this week watching a Manchester United game. Do you know? <laughs> Do you know why, Bradley? Yeah, I've got a feeling I've got a, a slight indication of why this is going on. But go on, spell it out. I think that not only not only did uh, did my man Mason Greenwood get his first Premiership goal for Manchester United, which was exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. No, it's good. He's off the mark, which means he'll definitely get ten to fifteen goals for a season. You and the Greenwood family, very excited. Very yeah. good. Good. Um, but also, I've got a, another certain striker that um, that did okay, and his name is uh, Marcus Rashford, cool. with a goal, an assist, and two bonus points. Hey! How did Robertson so, get on, mate? I think, I think that got. Rashford about 11 points that week. It on did. top of that, the other guy who I just sort of like slung to one side really <laughs> in the uh, obligation is Tarkovsky. He got you 17 points. Unbelievable. <laughs> you managed to total 28 points this game week, Marcus. Um, whilst I, um, a combination of Aaron Conley, who didn't fancy playing this week, and yeah. Andy Robertson, who didn't keep a clean sheet, he did manage to sneak a cheeky little assist and get a classic bonus point. Um, he got me six points. So there's a, mm. there's a 22 point difference there, there to uh, oh, sorry, my sorry. game week. 
I am feeling very, very pleased with myself. The only saving grace I can find is that Johnny Wolf was so annoyed having thought that uh, you've given me this massive advantage. Um, yeah. I, 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 there's an enjoyment in him being proved wrong. Yeah. It's a very small consolation because he's always wrong. Mm. <laughs> 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 should have known as soon as he was complaining about this this trade uh, i should have known it was going to go badly for me i said i think you got the best deal i said marcus i think has sneaked the best deal that's the first thing i said and i and you know what i've always said you i've always said you can you talk complete sense that's what i've yeah. always said <laughs> That's what I've always that's what I've always said about your Ray. And it's on it's definitely on podcast, isn't it? Pretty sure. Pretty sure. It's somewhere there. I tell you what, you say it every week, Marcus, but the amount of times you say it we have to edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just embarrassing because is, is, is that because of trading standards or <laughs> yeah. Legend. So we've got to give a shout out, Marcus. Oh, go on. At Lizzo13 on Twitter. Oh, I think I know what this is about. Fully enjoyed reading it. Some of my favourites. There's a few sort of ones that we're kind of like, if you were to do a shot every time it happens, you'd be, you know, you'd be guaranteed smashed every episode. So there's some like, there's some that could probably do being honest a little bit. For example, every time Pookie Watch happens... Uh, you're supposed to take a drink. I'm not sure if we could go that far. No, that's I think pretty much every episode. And that's every episode. That's, that's a guaranteed, isn't it? I feel like um, that'd be just like saying every time somebody says the the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would almost be as frequent as every time Marcus says uh, something is mental. That's, uh, oh, that is on the list. That that's... was maybe my highlight. I, I <laughs> proper lolled on that line. I, I like that very much, yeah. Every poor soul cursed by wolf. That's a shot. I'm saying it's a shot. Maybe it's just a sip of something. I'm not sure. Um, someone is confused about what the cerebral assassin means. Oh, we've got him. Oh, we've got him here. We've he's got in him the here. room. Yeah, there'll be a fair few shots done this episode uh, <laughs> for that. Melanie's underdog status is questioned. Yeah, that's a pretty mm-hmm. frequent occurrence. Has to be said. Said uh, spreadsheets or maths is is brought up. Two. Go we've on. got two of the main offenders here. We've got maths and spreadsheets at the at the table. <laughs> Every time the abdo is mentioned, and you get a bonus uh, if Pete breaking it is also mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> He's staying... You've got lots of bonus points, then. <laughs> <laughs> he's staying very quiet. I've thought, Bradley, if we actually got into a meta drinking game risk by you actually saying these things in a list then provoke someone in having to drink. Or... <laughs> uh, well, I would, I'd say we'll have to do a thing at the end of this where we go, starting from... <laughs> no. oh, also, also, me breaking the abdos, the greatest thing that's ever happened to you, Bradley. Oh, why is that, is Pete? That... Well, just it just gives him an excuse every season to hold on to it and not give it, and not give it to the actual winner, doesn't it? I mean, we're sat here looking at it. It should be in at Dutton's living room as we speak. It should have been there for the last three months, but it's in Bradley's living room. Why, ask yourself. Strangely, because you also dented the uh, wooden spoon, I didn't keep that. Um, that doesn't need it's repairing. Funny that, isn't it? <laughs> 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 a new addition.
addition I'm adding to the drinking game every time Bradley gets rumbled. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Marcus, here's a brilliant thing we can bring in. Yeah. We've got an email address. I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I've got it written down on my bit, my bits and bobs to say. The podcast has reached um, 1994. So here you go. Yeah. So if you... Um, <laughs> Matt will be setting up a MySpace next. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, so maybe if you have, if you've engaged with the drinking game or if you've actually taken umbrage or if you've appreciated anything that we've said on the podcast so far, you can now email us at, this is very originally titled, are you having a draft at gmail.com? Yay! We are, we are that budget. We haven't even got our own at. We've just used <laughs> Gmail. Don't need it, mate. Don't need don't it. Need we don't, don't need it. Don't need to conform. Don't need to conform. It's fine. It's all good. And yeah, we'll go into go into your. I'll, I'll give him a little um, introduction. Yare just stood up. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> Saying your best <laughs> you saved that when you do that no. say say it in the Bradley yeah. don't don't worry I've already I already anticipated it it's playing <laughs> oh yes lad <laughs> um game on and now so okay. th- this is the this is the moment <clears throat> that we insert a drum roll I suppose ladies and gentlemen boys and girls it's time to introduce you to a man who uh, is a former champion of the draft in season three. Uh, he's perilously close to going the other way this season, winning the wooden spoon. Whichever way it goes with this man, it is never dull. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the cerebral assassin, Yare Jegbushume. Woo! What's up, everybody? Um, yeah, thanks for having me in the draft. Um, <laughs> the podcast. It's been a, I've been waiting for a while. I've been like like a coiled snake. I feel like um, again, not the saying. I feel like um, <laughs> I feel like I feel like Yaro probably listens to this in his car, and he feels like he's been on the podcast every week anyway. Yeah. I feel like he gets involved. You know, he's one of those people that talks. I am about actually. That is very true. I am one of those people actually because I'm always sort of. Um, Bantering back and forth going, and anything that's said in the podcast, I tend to te- um, text it in the WhatsApp group anyway, so you hear about it straight away. But um, yeah, this season's been a pretty interesting thus far. Um, I'm 13th for now. Um, that position will change very, very quickly. Am I happy to be there? No. But these things happen. It's um, it's not how hard you get hit. It's, you know, it's how, I don't know. I just get up from getting hit. Really <laughs> This is this is obviously brilliant. This is the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone won't think that after you've just butchered his rocket. Right <laughs> Doesn't matter. He sound. As you mentioned, thirteenth at the moment, bottom of the league. Um, where do you think you went wrong on draft day? Zaha. <laughs> Oh, no. yeah. yeah, straight away, Zaha. 32 points, yeah. mate. But the thing about me is Oof. that, the thing about me, I don't think about points when it comes to draft nights. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, it's not. I don't think it's about the... the point. No, 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 you don't. But no, hang on a second. Everyone gets too hung up on how much points a player costs you. For me, it's about the effectiveness of what he does on the pitch at the end of the day. If he's not, I don't care if he costs me 60 points. I'm launching him. He's gone. I don't care. I've, I've got no compunction about it. 
But the thing about me is, like, I looked at that team and I was like, a couple of mistakes in there, but look, it happens. It is what it is. I'm not going to complain about it. It's up to me to figure out a way to get out of this. And I will. I'm telling you that right now, I will. People are writing me off, what, 13 weeks into this draft? And we've got, what, 20, what, 25 left to go? And you're really writing me off already? With the Chris... No, I'm not having that, man. Nah, I'm coming back. Come back strong. I'm not having this, man. What? Sorry. Yori, right. get off from it. Get off him. Stop it. Take your hands from around his neck. But no, you're right. You're right. Zaha, that's because it's it's not about the points. It's about what they do on the field. Yeah. And and you know Zaha has scored 36 points this 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 is this season. So that's going well. If you put him as a captain, that's 72. <laughs> Which interestingly, 72 points is the amount of points away from Phil Yari currently is. Ooh, Ooh exactly. The hunter's well, eye. ERA sort of touched on something now. I mean, I suppose the question is, you know, whether you feel you can avoid the wooden spoon, because as Pete says, you're 72 points behind Phil. However, Phil is the current wooden spoon holder. So if you're going to be chasing anybody, you want to probably be chasing the guy who, you know, is what came from the bottom of the league last season. But the thing, that's never my logic, though. Everyone always thinks I'm looking for the person above me. I always try, and it's weird. Yes, I'm down the bottom of the league, but I look at who's up top as well. I don't look at who's like mid-table. That's, as you said, you know, you're first, you're first. If anything other than that, you're nothing. So I don't look at anybody that's like, what, 72 points ahead. I look at whoever's 200 points ahead. I don't <laughs> care. I fancy myself to <laughs> No, seriously, I, yeah. I back myself completely in this. That's why I'm like, I'm a good draft. I'm not going to sit here and just roll over and have me tummy tickled. No, that's not happened. <laughs> oh, my God. So, 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 so just, to, just to get this right. So right now, Yara, you're rock bottom. Yeah. But you, you're almost saying like, even if you finish 10th, which is outside the catering zone, that would be a disappointment to you, right? Yeah, now. It's, yeah. It, yeah it's nonsense. Like, who celebrates, like you and I celebrate that kind of mediocrity, not me. Oh! <laughs> I'm not, no, it, no you're that's absolute nonsense. Look, I absolutely love the draft because it's unique in what it does. And you've got amazing lads that are sort of, that are characters, as Nick pointed on last week with his five C's, which I thought was very impressive. But it's about characters. But yes, I do believe I have the character to get out of this. And I'm not going to sit there and think that I'm not going to make any transfers every week. You know what I'm like? I shoot straight from the hip. I don't care how much a player costs. I'm going to go for him. If I think it's, it's more of a gut feeling for me more than just looking at what he can, well, just because I have well, someone like Lanzini cost. That's it. The discussion, this is what well we up now. Here we go. This is amazing. Right. It's going to be good. Basically, the thing that got me, I don't, I don't really complain that much, but Wolves what? text the other day. No, hang on. Wolves text the other day where he says, well, how much do Lanzini and Perez cost you all together? See, it's that kind of mentality is why, and I love Wolf to death. It's why where he is, where he is. He did never win the draft that kind of mentality. I couldn't care less if the player cost me 100 points. If he's absolutely useless, I am launching him straight away. I don't care, and I'll find somebody else that will do just an effective job just as much there so, done um, sorry I firmly agree with you there actually. I think um, I, I, I'm looking forward to uh, getting Wolf's response to this but Wolf you and Wolf are more or less I would say the antithesis of each other in your drafting styles in that you as you say shoot from the hip very much take the big risks Wolf is the complete opposite of that and the result is that you get more extreme results you're either going to win the league or you're going to finish bottom whereas Wolf just there's a sort of comfort that he seems to have, enjoy of just sort of sitting in the middle. So I, I don't disagree with you there. I think there's a, there is a discrepancy between your, your the, the understanding that you both have of winning. What do you think it is that makes it when it works and what do you think it is when it, when it doesn't? You just touched on it. For me, it's straight as shooting from the hip. It's a good feeling about a player. 
I try not to look at stats because I'm not a stats guy. It's just when I watch him maybe in preseason or he does something in the game. It's just, it's a natural feeling. I'm like, actually, he might do something for the next five or six weeks. But at the same time, we're going to get on to Perez, aren't we? <laughs> stick, so stick, stick to this. Stick, stick to your managerial yeah. style because I've got a question off the back of okay, this. Okay, sorry. So my, it's, it's more a gut feeling than it is any sort of statistical knowledge. It's more when I look at something, I'm like, I have a feeling about this. I'm going to go with it and see what happens. Does it work out half the time? Yes. Does it, happen, does it work out some of the time? No, it doesn't. But it's again, it's about extremes. You're better off going for it than not just sitting there and just hoping for the best or just like sort of floating, as you said, in mid-table. I'd rather go for it and I'd rather go out swinging. That's my thing. You know, I'm not going to sit there and just go, do you know what, this is boring. I'm not going to sit there and just let a player just languish in my team, even if he costs me 40 points. If he's not doing something for a certain amount of weeks, i.e. three, four, five weeks, I don't care. I'm launching him. So with uh, with. <laughs> With that, with that in mind, uh, Pep, um, who, <laughs> who would you, who would you, if, if you were to convey, if you were to convey yourself to an actual manager, yeah. that, like who would that, who would that be? Pete's not nodding vigorously. He likes that question. Mourinho. Yeah. Yeah. Mourinho. Yeah. Very fair. Yeah. I, I was thinking Paolo Di <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but hang on a second. Is Paolo Di Canio a winner? Uh, yeah. No, that's nonsense. He's not. How many Champions League trophies has he won? None. League titles. See, again, it's that kind of mediocrity, mate. I'm not having it, man. Mourinho. So, um, um, Yare Mourinho is. Quickly, though. Yeah, I want to jump back on it. Does that mean Yare is now referred to as the humble one? (laughs) 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 Talking about about drafting tactics, Yare touched on something quite interesting there, which, um, obviously, the nature of the draft, because it's harder to to shift around your players a lot. A lot of people think long-term. You said something there, you're like, I get a gut, that lad's going to do something for me the next six weeks. Is that roughly how you start looking at things? Like saying, in that short-term window, next six game weeks, what can I get out of the fella? It's, sometimes it could be three weeks. It's, oh, yeah. it's weird for me because I don't sort of... Because everyone thinks that the, the draft is like a sprint rather than it's a marathon. It, like, anything can happen. I'll give you an example of last season. I was down on the bottom three last season. I think you'll remember that. <laughs> there's a, no, there's a pattern on. emerging. There's a pattern yeah. emerging. Again, but it's extremes. But I got out of it for two simple reasons. Doherty and Delefeu. Doherty, when he was a defender, he was a wing-back and he was getting... There was a, he had a purple patch of about <laughs> Look, six weeks. It's, you're shouting at us like we've said oh. something wrong. We've asked you a question, bro. <laughs> we've literally... We've asked you a question. <laughs> no, he had a purple patch of about, I think, five to six weeks where he was just getting, like, 15 points. And I remember I was just captaining them all the time. And then I had Delefeu, who was playing up top for Watford, but he was registered as a midfielder. And they're the two that got me out of danger. So um, that brings us on to, to... I think this brings us quite naturally to the question, is that what you would um, describe as nous, or have I misread it? That is nous. It is nous. So, well, well, like, it's nous in the sense... Like, it's nous in the sense that I have, when I have a good feeling about a player, and I'm... What is, what's what, nous? What is nous? Uh, <laughs> which one to start? I, well, <laughs> at the very beginning, please, because I still don't know. So, is, ma- isn't it the French it's, word for we? It's that ability to see things from, my, from a tactical and also strategic point of view. You also, no, hang on a second. No, you, you almost know, said, yeah. you almost said it's, that, it's that, ability that ability to see things from my point of view. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not my point of view, but a strategic and tactical point of view and also at the same time with Nels there's a method to the madness what that method is is up to you to decide oh uh, I mean it 
<laughs> I'm just googling what Nels means because I'm really confused. I thought I knew, and then I've just listened to Yari for thirty seconds. Yeah. What, what is the and what is the dictionary definition, please, Peter? Sometimes equated to intellect or intelligence is a term from classical philosophy for the faculty of the human mind necessary for understanding what is true or real. Well, it takes intellect to win the draft. That was. Uh, that, I've won it. I'm, Definition corner with people. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Um, yeah, like people that in the draft are um, less, least likely to be on in the countdown corner. It's yeah. probably Pete, I think. <laughs> I don't know. If <laughs> you want to go full on Frost Nixon with go the RA, yeah. I mean. Nous is something that we've all been interested in, but there is a definition connected with the RA that I think we're all chomping at the bit to learn. Um, I, 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 it's over to you, it's over to you, David. <laughs> yeah. Come on, mate, cerebral assassin. What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know what? Actually, because the thing is, I will say one thing about the definition of the cerebral assassin. Just ask, did yeah. you? sort of like pulling out random kind of like dynamically sounding words from a hat and those are the two that came out no not necessarily actually it's just what i tend to do to people i tend to sort of okay. um, yeah <laughs> in a sense like from a sort of um uh, let's just say from a tactical point i know tactical both a tactical point of view and also there's 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 an element of mind games to it that has to be in the draft you have to be able to in a sense, sort of gauge your opponents and then figure out um, their weaknesses. In my sense, that's that's what that's how I see it, um, um, and, and try to sort of prey in those weaknesses if you can. But sometimes that doesn't work. There's there's other things that you can do, but that is one of the elements of it. It's not all of it, um, but it's a mix of many things. And I want to give my whole tactic away just in case um, you boys will stop being, in a sense, um, I don't know. Stop falling for it. Actually, to follow on from uh, Brummett's question, I've got a question for you, Ari. Go for it. Um, What exactly do you mean when you say cerebral assassin? Because I I still haven't got a fucking clue. As I I said, I'm not going to define it, but what it is is there is a... (laughs) We've got dictionary corners on it. Dictionary corners on it. There it is. Um, my viewpoint is that there's a, there's a method to the madness and how you compete in this draft, as I've said before. What that method is, is what is up to you how you describe it. I don't want to tell people what my tactics are in general, how I want to how I want to play this game or how I want to... At the end of the day, it's all about winning. That's what it is for me. It's about figuring the best way you can try and win this draft. As much as I love all you guys to bits, there is a competitive element to this. It's about figuring out the best way you can get an edge on everybody. That is a cerebral assassin. Cool. Uh, I think the goal oh. has to be that um, one day the uh, Oxford English Dictionary, when you look up Cerebral Assassin, it'll just have a picture of Yara. Literally, that's all it needs. Perfect. Well, um, I've just been doing some <laughs> extensive Googling. Uh, and uh, Cerebrum is the Latin for brain. Mm-hmm. So what you're trying to say, Yara, is are you a brain assassin? <laughs> well, assassin, you're a brain. You're a hired killer. People hire you to kill people's, people's brains. brains. Like, kind of standalone brains, like Krang in uh, the <laughs> oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He was a pretty good strategist, by the way. He was, he was. He was a brilliant so, strategist. Um, my next question um, to Yari is, please, and, and, and silence, silence, please explain this WhatsApp clip. And <laughs> you're... And you're... 
That, that was that's quite funny because that started with I think it started with Dutz when Dutz made the trans he was about to make a transfer in the transfer forum and I literally had no you know Dutz's name and typing and I remember seeing that popping up on my phone so I quickly went to the forum group and sort of typed in Neil Dutz's typing and he texted me back um, oh what do you want to do and the second thing I said is put you off and in the next moment he decides to sign Wilshire okay um, because I could tell that he was having doubts about who he wanted to bring in. Yeah. And you're trying to figure out, you're trying to get an edge in your competitors in a way, any way, shape, or form. So I thought, you know, I'm going to try put him off, which I did, because he ended up signing Wilshire. Then so would, would you say he cerebrally assassinated him? I did indeed, because he questioned what he was going to do. And was that, did you, and you used that song to assassinate him? Yeah, in a sense. <laughs> After it worked, I decided to sing to him. And that's what I've been using to try and get into everybody else's head. Brilliant. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. No. Um, um, about Peter, have you got a question? Have you got Peter? one? Speechless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually, I'm, 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 I'm interested, Yari, a, a little bit. It's, it's a bit of a nouse question, this. And a bit about oh, your guts that you've talked about. Oh, here we go. So, this is, what, this is no, totally this is, worth being here for. So, like, this, this is, is the best thing. Delafeu and Doherty. Yeah. They got, me got you out of trouble, mm-hmm. right? Looking at your team now, who do you think are going to be the Doherty and Delafeu of your team this season? Who? Uh, well, ever since Mourinho's come in, Serge Aurier at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aurier, definitely. Um, ah, Trossard. Yeah. Trossard's a really interesting one at the moment um, because he's he's probably he's one of Brighton's best players at the moment. Um, Cantwell did me proud for a while. You know, I know people thought I was mad and I captained him against uh, Man City. And look what happened. He decided to score. Do you wish he kept on to him? No, he, he sort of, he had a shelf life again. Um, and decided just to launch him. I don't know who I brought. I can't remember who I brought in um, for him instead. But yeah, certain players have a certain shelf life. He wasn't performing well. I'm happy to launch him. You know, that way. If he's not doing the business on the pitch, there's no point hanging on to him. I don't understand why you need to hang on to players that are not doing anything for you. You have to get points on the board. That's the only way you get up the table. We mentioned that you were bottom of the league at one point last season, Yare. Uh, you managed to get out of that and you finished in eighth. Now, eighth is your lowest ever position, mm. which is actually quite impressive. Do you fancy yourself getting out of the catering zone this season? You're 118 points behind 10th place currently. Mm-hmm. That is... Matthew Brummett, do you fancy having three teams below you by the end of the season? Yeah, I do. I back myself to, to catch Brummett for the simple... Carry on, I've got a question. Um, for the simple reason is that, again, we're only 13 weeks into the draft. We've still got, what, 25 week game weeks left to play, and there's so many permutations. you got, like, I'll give you warnings. you got the Christmas, you got suspensions. There are a number of things that can happen between now and the end of the season, and to think that 118 points is a, is a gap, it's not. It really isn't. Not when a play a certain play, one player or two players can have a purple patch for five or six weeks, and you're sort of hoping that the other team's players doesn't have you know goes through a pretty poor period, and you're hoping to catch them based on that. But anything can happen. 
either way, it, it, it's just, I, I do back myself to get out of it. And I am going to go out swinging. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But I'm not going to sort of curl up in the corner in a fetal position and go, do you know what, game over. I'm going to go dark in the WhatsApp group. No, like I'm a competitor at the end of the day. I'm a champ at the end of the day. I have to figure out a way to get out of this. And I back myself to get out of it. So who does the cerebral assassin think is going to finish in the bottom three below him? Oh, um, Andy, Brummett, Bill. Mental. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon, mate, look at Just your to team. clarify, that was uh, Brummett saying mental. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon two of your players are getting my team. Maybe. Are you joking? Two. Uh, I reckon I'd take Aurier over Callum Chambers and... Actually, no, I don't think I could squeeze Zaha in. Mm, I'd make, I'm, mm, no, pr- yeah, probably that's it. Probably just Aurier is the only one that I'd make the team. No, you, do, you are aware I've got Trossard in there. I've also got Mikel Antonio in there as well. That hasn't been no. put down. Do, do you know how good my midfield is, mate? Like, well, you say that, but again, that's Chelsea. They're the Champions League and they're, and they're competing on a number of fronts. You tell me injuries is not going to affect you whatsoever. You think you're going to be clean slate for the next 24 years? But it, it doesn't matter. I could have four, four, four of my players could go out. What, so you're hoping that Ozil's going to do you a favour? Oh, he's, he's smashing it. And Ericsson, when he could go in January? Ericsson's definitely going to stay. Are you sure he's not? Are you sure about that? Uh, I, bet, I bet you... If he doesn't sign that yeah. contract soon as, as Mourinho said... Yeah, the time. Mourinho's one of the most ruthless managers on the planet. You telling me he wants to hang on to a lad that's going to what six months left in his contract, and you telling me Levy, who we all know quite well is brilliant in the transfer market, loves selling players for a profit, he's going to let them go for free. But they don't have an option. That's not how contract law works. Like if if Ericsson, <laughs> I don't want to get into this. No, you know, wife's a lawyer, but Ericsson doesn't have to leave. Like he just doesn't. Well, he so can put him in the reserves. He? But he doesn't care. You go six months and then he'd be able to get go on a free transfer, get a massive signing on fee and a massive wage wherever he went. It'd just be for him going on on a transfer fee is literally just burning his own money. Hang on a second. Do you think you just, you think Levy won't just sell him to China? But just even no, I don't, no, again, I don't think you understand is that like it's not up to Levy, it's up to Ericsson. Ericsson's in a contract with Tottenham Hotspur. He, like for him to for him to leave, it's got to be He's got to be a part of that discussion. They can't just set that contract on fire. If Levy he's wants to launch him, he's going to no, launch no, him. No, no, that is literally not the way that contract law works. It's Levy, man. He can launch no. him if he wants to launch him, man. <laughs> and and he got, he's got back of the Mourinho as well. Can I, get, can, can I get my wife on the phone? Or another <laughs> wife? I think this, is, this is... I mean, I think he's in your head, mate. Do you spend the weekend sitting in a control room with fifty television screens? Oh, um, oh you... mate, I went and I, <laughs> it's not far off. I saw his setup at his gaff a couple of weeks ago. It is in- incredible really? football watching. Yeah, I don't think I can. I don't think I can go like into too American many details because the FBI will be onto him. But like, yeah. it's it's, yeah. Impre- it's impressive. Amazing. It's impressive, yeah. And and that is how I, in a sense, yeah, it is because of the setup I have at home. I get to, I, it's easy for me to watch a lot of games and to see a lot of teams. And that's why I gauge certain things. That's why you see me so quick in certain transfers because I look at something, I can watch it live and I can gauge my sort. I can just sort of make a decision there and then. But, but there's one screen in the middle with the current game on wherever it is and then 49 <laughs> different CCTV clips of Lewis Holtby where I'm tracking him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I mean, he, he hasn't even got a TV license. <laughs> <laughs> the weird thing is, Pete's looking at his phone like somehow he's hacked into the TV license database. Well, he's oh, I'm checked in, Yara, I don't even know. Yeah. I'm reporting in, it. He's hacked into my home cameras. <laughs> still trying to calculate how many game weeks there are. <laughs> 
Um, so we kind of we kind of touched on it a minute ago, Yore. Uh, this is another explanation. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We all want to know. Please explain your relationship with Jonathan Wolf. Oh, first and foremost, can I just say I absolutely love Wolf. I think, he, I think he's such, he's a brilliant addition to the draft. I love the bones of the man. But sometimes his logic just sort of gets to me sometimes. Like, as I said earlier on, his logic of... He, he thought he had an absolute zinger, he did. He says, how many points did Perez and Lanzini cost you? As if he thinks that's some sort of... It's going to affect me mentally in some way, shape, or form. The man's illusional if he thinks he'll get to me. I don't care. I'll launch every... As I said before, I don't care if you cost me 60 or 70 points. You are getting launched if you're not doing what I want you to do. It's that simple. That's the point. That's, and that's... Um, that's why Wolf will never win it. He gets so like who's he got? And hang on a second, who's he got? Um, Nicholas Pepe, twenty eight points, and your man's not even playing. But he won't launch him. Why? Because he's so wedded to the amount of points he's paid for him. Rather go, you know, is this lad actually doing anything for my team? No, launch the lad. It doesn't matter. Who cares how many points he's cost you? And that's the sort of thing why he won't win the draft. And, and at the same time, I'm one, I'm one of his big fans. I'd love to see him win it. But until he gets rid of that, just <sighs> takes the shackles off a little bit. Go for it and see what happens. Who cares if you finish last? Go hard, go hard or go home. Hi, have you ever seen the movie Unbreakable? <laughs> <laughs> There's a theory in that oh that uh, Samuel L. Jackson's character has that is that every um, sort of hero-villain combination is the exact opposite of each other. Okay, I'm yeah. Oh. Who's the hero and who's the villain, Bradley? <laughs> I'll leave, we'll leave that down to the audience to decide. Yeah. But essentially, you've got two drafters who have this beautiful um, love-hate affair that we get to witness on WhatsApp. And they also have their drafting styles are completely different to each other in that Yare has high spikes and low troughs. 
and Wolf doesn't. He's just in the middle all the time, doesn't go anywhere. They they are the complete opposite of each other. And in that sense, they are the mystical ass to whatever Bruce Willis' character was called. Yeah. <laughs> Security man. Now we've got... Or oh, the Batman and Joker of the draft. Oh, yeah. Ah, Especially yes. in Alan yeah. Moore's version yeah. of the story, yeah. Um, <laughs> Now we've got um, now we've got an email address, Bradley. I feel like if people get their questions in during the two weeks, that we might even be able to have a, an Ask Yare section where we... The drafters as superheroes, email it oh. in. <laughs> <laughs> drafters as superheroes. But also I feel like we need to have an Ask Yare section where we have like maybe one or two questions a week that we then WhatsApp to Yare. He records his answer and we have a section of Ask Yare. I feel like Pete's got... A question or um, a point to raise? Well, it's again bringing two sections of the podcast together. The focus on Yare and his position in the league and where he might finish. But also another section we've got coming up, which is about Mourinho. Yep. And the impact Mourinho is going to have on the game. Yep. Jose Mourinho. So I think whilst it's on your mind, Pete, let's um, bring it on. Bring so, it on. So question number one to my fellow uh, podcasters, mm. is Mourinho coming in, is it good news or bad news for Yare? Uh, oh, I've got, I've, got I've got a split opinion on this. Aurier, I think, is going to do well under Mourinho. I think, yeah. I think that'll be good for Yare. The one that I don't think is going to do well is Lo Celso. Um, and it's, I think I, I'm being a little top-knot North London boy. I love Lo Celso, mercurial pretty player. I don't think that fits into, into what Mourinho is going to be doing there. I think, funnily enough, Lo Celso is going to get have a higher maybe average points per game week under Mourinho than he is under Pochettino. But I think that's because... He's not played... Yeah, well, yeah, but but I think if Posh would have played, if Posh would have stayed longer, I think Lo Celso was was possibly about to start breaking into the team. I think that's going to be harder for him under Mourinho. Uh, do you want to count that first? Yeah, I, I slightly disagree with that. I I think I think Lo Celso is a is a Mourinho player for the simple reason is he works hard and he's not afraid to get stuck in. If you've watched the games that he's actually played, he's got proper needle in him. He, I think he'll do well under Mourinho. I think Mourinho is probably. Because, oh gosh, and this shows you how much football I actually watch. And I was watching a couple of training videos on Spurs. And <laughs> what? Yes, a training video? Yeah, CCTV C- 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 again. How? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Were you that, yeah. were you that <laughs> guy working for Leeds yeah. up in the woods? <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, we, you can get these online anyway. Um, but you, <laughs> but you, you, can see, you can see these um, videos. Because that, that's the sort of, sorry, they're the sort of things like... People think I, I sort of pull these things out of my fundament, but I don't. I sort of look at certain things. And when and when Mourinho came in, there's, there's a couple of sessions, if you watch it on, you can see it online. And the way he reacted to the Celso's position and what he was doing, the way he was hugging him, the way he was... A lot of, I look at a lot of body language stuff, and it says to me that he does fancy him. Now, to me, that's why I want to keep him... I think Mourinho does fancy him. I think he likes Danny Rose as well. Because you got Ben Davis out for a number of weeks, so Rose is going to play left back. Yeah, yes. So that's another one I think will benefit from it. I think you have to look at as well coming into December the Christmas fixtures as well. Ericsson's not going to play every game. Dyer, you know, they've got. I think they got Bournemouth next, and they got a couple of sort of Mickey Mouse teams coming up. And I think he's going to look to smash those teams in particular. Go out with you know, go out and try to score as many goals as pop as possible. And that's why I think the Celso will come into one or two of them. This show will. Uh, be released on Monday. Do we think 
there will be any sackings by the release of the show. Who have Everton got at the weekend? Leicester. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. 100%. Silva's gone. Who's the Cerebral Assassins manager? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Premier League. (laughs) Um, Very good. So we think that Everton could be, they could be looking for a new manager come Monday. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully Arsenal will be too. Um, oh, sorry, I'm just going to readjust it just to get Bradley back. We've gone on to Arsenal TV again. Well, and also add, should Emery get sacked, then I think Arsenal players... Turn, yes, he should. Yeah, he should. Okay, well, well, firm, form would improve. Phil also has Turney. Oh, left back. Yeah. Interesting, but it depends who goes in there. That's what It's all about who goes in there. Yeah. That's the key. That's the. Whilst you're on that, because obviously with your TV screens and stuff, what <laughs> what are they saying for? So if Arsenal are looking for a new manager, who do you think, or who do your sources think? My view of Arsenal, look, I think um, Allegri comes in. I'd say Allegri might come in, or they're sniffing around Rodgers. And the thing Fuck is, off, no, that's I know, nonsense. No, I'm sorry. Can I I'm say s- so? I know, but I know. Hang on a second. But let me say, do you talk about mediocrity? No. Why would he go from Leicester to fucking Arsenal? But, but the thing is, it's his ego. And that's what I've always banked on with Rogers is his yeah, ego. Fair. He banks himself that he yeah. thinks I am one of the best British well, managers in this, in this country. Yeah. Sorry, mate. He backs himself. Sorry. I, I think if Rogers uh, decides to leave Leicester, though, he goes to a big club. He's very pleased with that. He loves that. He's, he's <laughs> loving it. Something has happened for the first time this season, gentlemen. Do we know what that is? Yare joined us on the podcast. Uh, something else has happened. Bromit finished with the lowest game week. Bromit finished with the lowest game week. They're both correct. Uh, what's the third thing that happened for the first time <laughs> uh, uh, this last game week? Uh, uh, the third time lucky. Tell us, Bradley. I shall tell you indeed. Nicholas Morgan has fallen out of the top two. And he has been replaced by last year and, well, current champion, Neil Dutton. Uh, Now, there was a bit of a swing of luck, (laughs) it has to be said, in this happening. Jamie Vardy steps up to take a penalty for Leicester. He is... Neil Dutton's captain, so this means double points if it goes in. The penalty is saved. That means that Jamie Vardy is having points taken off of his score for missing a penalty. So at one point, Vardy had three points, and that would have doubled to six. However, VAR comes in. Drink! For the drinking game. (laughs) (laughs) VAR steps in. Decides that the Brighton team were encroaching on the penalty and allow Jamie Vardy to take it again. Now, what had just happened is that James Madison had put the ball in the back of the net. That meant some points for Pete. Disappointingly, he had those points taken away. And he had him captain as well. He had him mm. captained. It meant some points for his captain, James <laughs> Madison. So, okay, that's Pete taking a bit of a dent. However, the man taking the biggest dent with Nicholas Morgan, because the man to save 
Vardy's penalty was Brighton's Matt Ryan. Unbelievable. To Nicholas Morgan. Not only had Dutton's player missed a penalty, but his nearest rival had a keeper who saved it. However, VAR brought it back, allowed Jamie Vardy to take it again. He scored. And what that meant was, instead of getting six points from Jamie Vardy, he got 24. What it meant for Matt Ryan is that his uh, 10 points that he would have got, assuming he would have maybe picked up at least one bonus point, turned into three. That is a 25-point uh, swing wow. in favour of Neil Dunn, who is now two points ahead to, of Nicholas to, Morgan. To give listeners an idea, 25 points is roughly the average game week for Yara. <laughs> <laughs> yes but I still have a star above my name oh my god <laughs> okay now this is embarrassing <laughs> that's excellent that's that is but that's the joy of the draft as well isn't it it's like because yeah. Dutton obviously big West Ham fan Nick big Arsenal fan but but so, but they were all eyes on the Leicester Brighton match do you know what I mean they were they were indeed um, I, I think you have to say at this stage that lead has been well and truly sort of chewed away at uh, because now Matthew Melaloo is looking over his shoulder mm. at Neil Dutton. Um, and Neil Dutton's on the warpath. You need a little bit of a streak of luck to become a champion as well as on top of your talent, your ability, your skill. Mm. And Neil Dutton has that. Um, also, I've just worked out, because this is... the It's happened a few times this season... I'm I was second highest game week again this week. Ooh. I feel like it's happened a few times. And so if Dutton hadn't had that stroke of luck, we might have actually seen my celebration video. One day, my friend. Yeah. I, can't, <laughs> I can't wait slash I'm terrified. Have we seen either of your videos yet? I, you haven't had the lowest game week, have you? No, uh, no, you. no, you haven't. No, I feel like I... For some reason, I feel like I've seen a video. Maybe it's because someone sent it to me, or maybe it is because I had a low game week. I don't know. Um, it's, it's difficult. To, it's, it's difficult to get in on the lowest game week video because Yare has a bit of a monopoly on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on a second. Not for a while. Excellent fact finding. I'm going to throw it at a spanner and end it there. <laughs> <laughs> So listeners, I think you're all familiar, quite fans of the usual Bradley James games segment. Oh. Um, but I think, obviously, I think Bradley being sponsored by games and being the most competitive man in the draft, instead of having the, being the usual quiz master, I think it's about time that he takes part in a quiz himself. So, so... He's so... so go on. We're, we're going to have... Are you having a draft? Play your cards right. Drafting. Play your cards right. Oh, I lost it. And it's going to be. It's going to be. It is now. We're going to be basing it on the on the draft from last year, 2018-19. the worst year of the draft because right. it's the one that I wasn't in it. Um, <laughs> but but the but essentially, what we'll be doing 
is um, I've got a list. I've got a list of uh, players that were drafted last year mm. and the auction points they went for. Okay. Um, and there's there's also it's a bit of a curveball in there. There's also players who were part of the summer or Jan- January transfer. So I'm including the amount of um, points that were paid for the transfer. Okay. Transfer points. Okay. Yeah. So uh, so what we'll be doing, I'll literally be just going through player by player. You'll get the first player and then the player after him. And what I need to know if it's higher or lower in terms of points um, bid for him than the one before. Okay. Terrific. But, but to get that, to get the order, because it's all about the order you want to go first to maximise your points. So we're going to have a, a tiebreaker uh, tie and I'm going to go... Go around all four of you. Uh, Bradley, you'll, you'll be able to guess first, but for the uh, all the rest of you, I want you to not look at each other's papers and yeah. write down a number, because and we're going to be all unveiling them, so you can't do the cheap okay. going one point lower. Okay. So what we're going to go with, sticking with last season, 2018, 2019, yeah. how many yellow cards do you think there were in the Premier League in total oh, last sorry. season? Oh, you've done maths. I can't do it. Time pressure was on. Fuck. <laughs> um, I'd guessed. I'd literally just guessed the number. Bradley, how many yellow cards do you think there were in the Premier League last season in its entirety? <laughs> um, okay, I am going to say, I reckon you probably average about three a game. I reckon you got 10 games a game week, so that's 30. You've got 38 by 30 is... Uh, wait, 38 by 30, that sounds a lot. 7,614, so <laughs> 1,140. Wow. 1, 140. That sounds, huh? that sounds like a stupid amount. Marcus, what are you going to go with? 847. 847. Oh, what about yourself, you Pete? I'm going 2,280. Fucking hell. Seems that Pete thinks we're playing in Beyond Thunderdome. Um, Yare, what are you going with? 1,117. 1,117. Are you saying that's a lot or not many? I think it's many. That's not so, I've got fucking 800s. The, the actual answer <laughs> yeah. is 1,222. So Bradley is the closest. Oh. <laughs> uh, for, for listeners, Yare just did a very excited dance, but you were second, Yare. What? What do you want to break it? He got you. Tw- he was twenty-three uh, cards closer. Oh. So uh, basically, two holobuses closer. Oh, you're having a laugh. What so, so that's Marcus going third and Pete that- going fourth. I right. thought that was low. Oh yeah. So you, oh, you were, you were wild, you were wilder away than me then. Yeah. I oh, did. I was that. I was. I, was, I did. That was a guess, mate. Right. Welcome, yeah. to, welcome to basically my show. So, so what, what I'm going to do is uh, for 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 Brad, uh, Bradley's open is going to be a little bit different because he's going to get two players, um, and then say for the second one that I give him if it's higher or lower. But after yeah, that, guys, um, pay attention because you'll yeah. be. I will be. I will say the number of points that they they did go for auction. But then you've got to tell me if it's higher or lower than the previous player. Yeah. But again, how we're going to do it typical player cards right style. Yeah. Um, so Bradley is going to have a run until he gets one wrong, and then it will move on to Yare, and then on to Marcus, then on to Pete. Oh, wow. So okay. Bradley, you are starting off. Jesse Lingard was drafted by Dutz for 11 points. 
how many uh, do you think Antonio Valencia was higher or lower than that? That's a good one. I'm trying to remember who drafted him and who would have. Uh, I'm going to say lower. It was lower by one point. I will also remind you, uh, Bradley, I don't know if you ever watched Bruce Forsyth's version of this, but it was a little bit more quick fire than that. <laughs> um, so, but Brad Evans, one point. So that's, uh, yeah, 10 points. That was by Andy. What about Andy Robertson? Oh. 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 Oh, oh. oh really interesting one. Uh, that's a great one. He was off the radar, so I'm going to go lower again. It was yeah, lower, you're right, yeah. but only by one point. That, that was Mantle. Mantle for nine points. Mantle, I um, <laughs> good yeah, start, Bradley. Really what good. about Henrik Mkhitaryan? Oh. <laughs> We're getting a perfect view of what Yare's like when he's listening to the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would say higher. He's a bit of a lost leader. I'm going to say higher than Andy Robertson. Boom. Wow. Higher with 15 points by Andy. Um, what about Sheridan Shakiri? Higher or lower? Shakiri. Shakiri, Shakiri. Higher than lower than, what did you say? Than 15 points. 15. Yeah. Classic stalling tactics. <laughs> well, I, I remember who drafted him. Stalling. I, I thought it was dark, because it was, it was Jammer who drafted him on behalf of um, Popper. And I think he drafted him for quite a lot. So I'm going to go higher. You were right. Oh. Higher with uh, 16 points. Wow. Oh, not as high as I thought it was. Okay. No. What about uh, Riyad Mahrez? There's, there's, a, there's a theme here uh, of it being one point. There's no way Riyad Mahrez went for 17. But I'll, I think he went, he went for higher, surely. You going to that higher? Higher, yeah. Yeah. Mahrez, 32 points. I knew he went for 32. I remember that. Uh, what about Romelu Lukaku? Oh, that's an easy, uh, that's an easy somebody, one. Somebody drafted for like 50 on. Melalu? Andy O'Neill. Yeah. Yeah. Lukaku for 50. Andy yeah, uh, uh, Andy. Uh, you're, doing, you're doing great, uh, Bradley. What about Raheem Sterling? Oh. Uh, um, I don't think people were onto him as much than 50 points were, so I don't think he was a 50 point player. I'm going to go, he was lower. Boom, again. You're, you're smashing this, Brad. One second. Are we going to get it going? Uh, yeah, you will <laughs> do. Definitely I, I, this. He, he... <laughs> yeah, definitely won this. Uh, he's actually... Um, well, this this could be his cap. So, Bradley, what do you reckon about Matt Brummett's favourite, Meza Ozil? Higher or lower than 37? Oh... I remember who brought him in. Uh, you didn't. Well, you didn't draft him because you were. I wasn't um, it, yeah. I, in fact, I know exactly what happened here. He was higher than thirty-seven because Yare went absolutely balls deep for him. <laughs> He's nodding his head here. <laughs> yeah, he did. So he was higher. Right. So that is it. Higher, and that is your eight-point cap for your round. Well done, wow. brother. That's you've not. You've definitely not won it. You've definitely not won it. But that is that is a very strong start. Well, you've capped first time round. Well, well, it's over to there. the cerebral assassin. This is so, over you? to the cerebral assassin. Yeah. So, Bradley is clocking in at eight points. That's pretty intimidating, That's, yeah, right? But you yeah, you, you strike the top. Man. So it's what we think? We've got so we've got Mesut Özil at forty-seven points. Mm -hmm. What do you think about Deli Ali? 
Um, oh, that's easy. He went lower. Lower. Yeah, 31 points. Yeah, what about right. Sadio Mane? Oh, because freaking Mantle brought him in. Lower. You think lower? Yeah. He was by two points. 29 points. Fucking Mane. Son. What about Hyung Min Son? Oh, this one was... Shoot. I know who this one was. That was Phil, man. Um, Higher. Wasn't Phil, it was Marcus. It was Marcus. Can you remember how much you paid for him, Marcus? It was 20, it was 20 something. What was the one before? Give me the one before. 20, 20, 29 was the I think like 28. No, it was only 24. Oh, was it? I thought it was... I so, had it was so, I'm sorry, sorry, RA, mate. So, yeah, Young Min Son, 24. So we've got... Did you see my little... Did you see my little signal to you then? Because you, you looked at me and I went like that, didn't I? Yeah, with my little I finger. Did, yeah. <laughs> right. Right, so now it's Marcus's turn. You got the last one, so you saw the last one, 24 with Sun. So, poggy, 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 oi, oi, oi. Oh, fuck. That's a great game. Pogba. Higher or lower than 24. I feel like this game's really easy and then it's come round to me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Higher. You think higher yeah. than 24. Mm. Just 27 points Ooh. by Jammer. Yeah. What about Chelsea's Morata? Morata's lower. Yeah, lower sure. at 20. Yeah, yeah. Well sure. done. Two in a row, Marcus. Sure. What about Manchester City's Kyle Walker? Oh, higher or lower than 20? Mm. But... I don't think anybody would go Carl Walker but I don't think anyone would spunk more than 20 on Carl Walker. I think this is Ask Pep Guardiola about that. Mm, I think this is an easy one as well. Oh. Like, these are not... Again, guys, throughout this... Throughout this, it's like, it, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like Bruce. There will be some tough ones, but there will be some yeah. easy ones as well. That's not anything about this question, yeah, I'm just saying. In general, like, I, think, I, I think this is an easy one, actually. Because I would say that... I mean, I'd say that I've got a family to get home to, Marcus. <laughs> Mate, join the club. I'm, all right. Yeah, Marcus is saying they've just, they've just given him a call. I'm going, for as long as you need him. I'm going <laughs> above my... What's it? Oh, yeah. I was about to look oh, at, look about, look at the gym white board. I'm going against all my instincts and saying higher. I don't know why you've done that. Um, I don't know why. Carl Walker, Walker was only nine points. <laughs> Pete had it right. You wouldn't go more than twenty for Carl. I want to go. I said that. Right. I said that. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. That's that's right. So, what about you, Pete? Uh, Virgil Van Dyke. Virgil Van Dyke. Yeah. Higher than nine points. Yeah. Yeah. Higher. Uh, no, lower. Four points. Unlucky, Pete. Two points. Uh, I mean, the joke's on anyone who bought Kyle Walker that season. <laughs> um, that was brilliant, Pete. So when, when, when Yare recovers, uh, Bradley, Bradley's back on the board. I'm fucking low. He's doing pretty well. That was the... Um, <laughs> what? Uh, it was just a confidence of it. I 
What what do you think about that was so that was that was four points for Van Dyke there, uh, Bradley. What what about Wilfred Zaha? Oh, I'm livid about Walker. Say that one more time, mate. Wilfred Zaha. So that's a higher, is it? Yeah, I've got to be, right? Yep, seven points to Wolf. Uh, what about Jan Vertonghen? I know that one. I knew my um, one. Seven points seems low for Zaha. Vertonghen, I'm going to go higher. Yeah, just one point. Wow. Eight. What about David Luiz? Drafted David Luiz. That's Luiz last year. Um, I don't think he was on for as high as the Tongans. Got a calamity aspect that we probably took into account. So I'm going to say lower. Yeah, lower at four points. Uh, what about the, Luis last year. the um, yeah, So that was uh, Andy <coughs> drafted him. What about the the probably uh, maybe the most talked about player on this podcast? Or definitely one of them. Um, Iosi Perez. Ooh. I didn't even know he was. Excuse me, I didn't even know he was drafted last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but every player here, just by the way, was either um, was was either drafted or was part of an official transfer, like a, a, a somewhere um, January. I, I'm going to say lower. I think he's completely off the radar. Yeah, lower at three points by Marcus. Are you serious? He did really well for me yeah, last season. And uh, what about? Um, obviously, uh, Wolves have Wolves came up quite a bit in the podcast today. What about Neves? Do you think higher or lower? He went higher because I went in ring with Dutch. Yeah. I think he must have got to about. I think he went to double figures. Yeah, he went twenty. Well, I mean, he didn't go. That, he didn't go. Got quite that much, but he went to nine points. So that was higher. So nine points okay. for Nevers. Um, I'm getting close to having a cap, Bradley. Again. Um, what about John Stones? John Stones. Uh, no way. Went for nine. So lower. Lower, very, quite, shockingly lower, three points. Game over, man. Yeah. Um, and then, so we've got, what do you think to Bellerin? Higher or lower than three? Higher, Higher with four points, went to Pete. This is a massacre. Um, what, and, and, uh, and finally, Bradley, because um, I'm going to have to cut you off after this, David De Gea. And higher, yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna have to cut you off there, mate. Again, you've got another full eight. Um, so, but now it's we get to we get to jump to uh, Yare. So, do you think David Silva was higher or lower than David De Gea's twelve points? Oh, that's a, that's a nightmare because Silva, I think, oh, I'm gonna go higher or lower as well. You're right with Wolf, and it was higher with 15 points. Uh, what about Will I Am? Uh, <laughs> Chelsea. Sean William. That me. Yeah, higher than 15. He was higher at 20 points. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that surprised me actually. Wow. Is that me? The the no, it was Meds. Meds. Uh, what, what about um, the guy yeah, camping the pod uh, a bit today? Part of the big swing. Jamie Vardy. Having a party. Oh, because he's a funny one. Because if you went for less than 20, that's he, a fucking that's, travesty. But he was a funny one because I didn't even think he went to the very end, near the end. 
I'd like it. Just a high roller would be nice. Oh, sorry, mate. Um, Done 20. Sorry, you were. Oh, man. Um, 24. Higher with 25. Lacazette. Oh, Lacazette. Oh, higher. Nope. 20 points. Oh, that was me. And you, and you oh, signed for it, mate. Oh, Yara, you freaking clown. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so that was Lacazette with 20 by Yara. That was me, as well. That was me, man. So now uh, Marcus gets to play again. Well, how many points do I have? This will obviously be a difficult one. So. Gilfie Sigurdsson. Oh, yeah. Higher well, than twenty. That's warp as well. Uh, Sigurds, people love Sigurdsson. Higher. No, no, three points, mate. That's um, cheap. Wolf. Wolf got him for three points. Three. He went for somebody spaffed loads yeah. on him this no, year. Yeah, yeah that was this season. Wolf was yeah, cheapskate, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, went for three. So yeah, three points. This game's shit. Sorry, lads. Right, Pete. Did you stop looking at the draft for last year? And right, we'll go to you. So that was Sigurdsson at a lowly at three points. Yeah. What do you think to Liverpool's Allison? Oh, he went higher than three points. I would say. Oh, this is a close. Oh. This is the controversial one where yeah, it's it like everyone was like, how the hell has he not got... I'm going to actually go lower. Yeah. No, I'm going to go higher. Oh! Ooh. Is that a final answer, Pete? Higher? Higher, yeah. Oh. I'm going to go four. You should have gone with your gut. He went for two yeah. points, Pete. Yeah, because he had a terrible World Cup and everyone yeah. was going, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. no. True. <laughs> I'm really pleased you are So we've had, we've had uh, three straight incorrect answers. <laughs> the hat trick. So, 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 back to back to Bradley. Can we can we say the game's still in play? Yes, yes, um, it is. It's still in play. Yeah, We're still in play. We've got second place to play for. Yeah. We, oh, we've got we've got no. Brad, Bradley Brad, still hasn't won mathematically. Oh, yeah, he has. Yeah. Um, oh, good. Uh, oh, not. You still, you still catch him. Yeah, you can still catch him. Oh, so. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, Allison, two points. Higher or lower? Harry Maguire. Higher. Yeah, with three Give points. Oh, one matter. Higher or lower? Higher. Yeah, with four points. Fulham's Mitrovic. Higher. Higher with six. Oh. Marcus and Pete's favourite, Madison. Oh, he's interesting. Higher. Dial 999. Bradley's finally got one wrong. Boom! Marcus got him for five points. Yeah, there you go. So, um, Yare, back to you, mate. Yeah. What about uh, Chelsea's Alonso? Higher oh. or lower than five? Higher. Higher with 11 points. 100%. Uh, and uh, Anthony Martial. Oh, because Mourinho was there, man. I didn't fancy that much. Higher. Two points. Oh, come on, man. You bought him for two. Who's a cheapskate? <laughs> so, so back to Marcus. Two bought for two. So that's, uh, that was Pete. Of course it was. Look at you. So, two um, points. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so Marcus, you've got um, Anthony Martial with two points. Uh, what about uh, Man City's Bernardo Silva? Uh, higher. Uh, no, one point. What? Oh, yeah, that was Pete. Pete that got him Pete. for one point. That's right, because he waited for everyone at the end before he Pete bought. got him at the end, yeah, yeah one point. I remember that one well. Yeah. So, sorry, Marcus, well, you didn't get a point there. Uh, fucking <laughs> Pete. Silver. Yeah, for a point. Bernardo, he got him for a point because he, he was me that bid. I was like, oh, yeah, a point. And he nicked it. Goes, oh, yeah, I'll have that. So, so guys, so Pete yeah. 
is currently sitting on zero points. Still me. And it's a bit of a tough one. So Bernardo Silva on one point. This player higher or lower? What? Obama Yan. Finally, I get a non-trick question, which is nice. Um, I'm going to go higher, please, Bob. He was higher, just higher than one point, with 53 points. That was me, wasn't it? Kevin De Bruyne. Oh, tasty. Cat among the pigeons. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm actually going to go, it's either going to be 59 or lower. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go higher. Yeah, Higher than 53. Uh, Sorry, Wolf got him for 51. No way! But you've got a point, mate. So that's what? something that's, to tell the kids about. That's cheap, man. 51 for De Bruyne. Who bought him? Um, oh, actually, I've just realised on this question, interestingly, um, as this, this is something that we probably should have talked about on the podcast today. Sergio Aguero. Ooh. Oh, yes, we should have talked about Well, I know yeah. we don't need to talk about that. She's fine. It's all good. Yeah, Marcus. <laughs> Marcus's two-man team is now a one-man team. Mate, I've fucking uh, loads of players. <laughs> Honestly. Mate, I've got Harry Redknapp's just walked into the room. I've got yes, fucking loads mate. of players. Yes, Marcus, man. That's the point in talks. So, um, so Kevin De Bruyne went for 51, Bradley. What do you think about Sergio Aguero? Ooh, I'm going to say he went lower. He did. He went lower for 48 points. Mm. What about Eden Hazard? He went for lower because I had him. Yeah, I was hoping you wouldn't get him because I thought that was a tough one. 38 points. What about Bobby Firmino? Higher. Higher, 44 points. The mantle. Really? The best player in the draft this season, maybe not necessarily last season, Christian Eriksen. Higher or lower than 44? Uh, I'd say lower. Lower. Phil with 37 points. What about a big, big, big part of the big trade this season? Marcus Rashford. Lower. Lower with six points. Six? And now Fulham's Kearney. Tom Kearney, wasn't it? Tom Kearney. Higher than lower than six. Surely lower. <laughs> he went to Dutz for seven points. Oh my word! Madness. He, Dutz, Dutz traded him. Uh, Dutz transferred him out for Milner, and then traded Milner for Milivojevic. So he managed um, to turn Tom Kearney into Milivojevic. He got one hundred and sixty odd points. I bet Fulham wish they could have done that last season. Um, <laughs> Uh, so now, uh, now back to Yare. Let's do this. Let's so I, 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 I always, I always, <laughs> I always pronounce this fella's name wrong. Bayi, uh, Man United. Yeah. yeah one, one. So this is uh, higher or lower than seven. Lower, lower. Eight points. Sorry, Yare. Oh, come on, who bottom for eight? Me. Jammer. Oh right. Jammer. Jammer. We're friends, man. So back, uh, Marcus. Back to you. Uh, what about uh, Man City's Mendy? That's at eight points by it was higher or lower than eight. <laughs> higher. I'm sorry, mate. No way. Six points. Oh, who did that? So, uh, Pete. Uh, who, why are Man City's players? I don't understand. Pete, to add to his total score currently of one. Yeah, go on, Pete. Can <laughs> you double? You, you can double your score with this, Pete. This is so, well, Mendy Pete. went for six points. What do you think about Ryan Sessegnon? Yeah, another difficult one. Yeah, uh, Mendy went for six points. Session went for higher. Got it. Thank you. 
So, so I'd say Howden. You go higher? Yeah, Bradley got in for 10 points. Yes. Yes, get in there, mate. So. I want to roll. Yes. So Bradley's going to uh, get, go back to. Oh, no, he's still on you, Pete. Sorry, I'm not used to you going to the next one. Um, the So he's already been mentioned, actually, on this. Harry Kane? Uh, Mila Vojevic. Ooh. Higher or lower than 10 points? Lower. Higher. He went for 11 points to Meds. Okay. Uh, this would be Harry Kane. The Mets transfer him out and then Dutt's got him. Yeah. yeah, who's higher? Milivojevic or Harry Kane, Bradley? Higher or lower than 11 points? Bradley? Arnautovic. Oh. He was a uh, forward last year. Uh, I'm going to say lower. He was just lower with nine points. Oh. And the final guy in the game. So this is the fifth, uh, the the fiftieth round. I spent big money on him this year because he's an absolute hero. Glenn Murray to finish up. Higher or lower than nine points? Uh, I drafted Glenn Murray, and I certainly didn't draft him for nine points. So lower. Lower with three points. Gosh, I don't remember any. So that that wraps us up. And um, if there's any if there's any sort of like Harvard, Yale, or or Oxbridge level mathematicians out there, they may have been able to do some quick maths there to work out who's won that. But um, for those people that don't have that level of education, I'll uh, I'll go through everyone else. We've got there's no losers for the competition, which is great news. Absolutely no losers because we've got a joint third place, joint bronze medalists, Marcus and Pete. Who both picked up two points. Yeah! <laughs> you should see Marcus's face! Trust me, I got more, I got more than two. But... He's not happy. No, he got, got Pogba and Maratta right, but that was it. I like. No, well, we'll find out in the, we'll find out in the edit. I, I, I had right. a bit of a roll there, so I probably you, got a six. You are, but I'll tell you what, if you were if you were doing the guess your own points that you got this game, mate, you'd be doing better. Because spot on six, so Yare with a silver medal. So the, 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 Bradley. Yeah. <laughs> so so the rest of the guys got ten points combined. Um, he got twenty six points. Well, Bradley's full time job is the draft. So. <laughs> so yeah. So so so. Well, Marcus. <laughs> I'm gone. I'm putting my shoes on. So, I'm leaving. So, so, so the, the, the man that sponsored by games did wrap it up. So uh, Bradley, as obviously I've got, there's been some absolutely crackers so far. Did that? Um, I'll just remind you, you did win by a landslide. Did that match your your usual lofty expectations? Was that okay? That was I think I, I think that's probably the best game we've had. Yeah, uh, this is a great game. Excellent work. This is Well played. I've, I've also for for fans of me, they will be happy to know that for I've got. Fans a, of- I've got <laughs> The fans does. of me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you've got fans. Yeah, I've got more fans than you, dickhead. <laughs> the, uh, I've got... Uh, the, uh, you'll, you'll be pleased to know that I've got a, uh, a spreadsheet that's been conditionally formatted as well. So to make the, the, the game a bit easier for um, me. Just for all, all of... really is niche fans for, for all of the fans of you, why don't you screenshot that and put it on our social media so they can see it? Yeah, yeah. we'll do. Yeah. Brilliant. Good. Do, genuinely, I'm not taking the piss. Genuinely do that because we will genuinely put that <laughs> screenshot up. Okay. Especially because it's been sequentially formatted or whatever you said. That's really good. That man. was an excellent game, Matthew Brummett. Thank you very much for introducing us to uh, drafting higher or lower. Doodle-doom, doodle-doom, boom, boom. Doodle-doom, boom, boom. Doodle-doom, doodle-doom, boom, boom. Hi.
Maya. Oh, le wa. That's the official jingle. As usual, thank you to our wonderful producer, Zach Brown. Cheers, Zach. Thanks a lot, mate. Thank you to that Aussie accent's getting worse. Uh, also, thank you to Kate Bellamy at kate.may.this for the artwork, for the cover artwork. And thank you to Matthew Melaloo for a lot of the things you see on social media and for creating our email address. We've got an e- email address now, Marcus. Are you having a draft at gmail.com? Uh, we want to hear from you. Like, email us. How's your draft getting on? Questions for your age. Drafters and superheroes. Additions to the drafting. Are you having a draft drinking game? Send them all in. Yeah, we can't yeah. wait to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> Without um, the laughing. Yeah, yeah. Send them all. No, fuck it. It'll keep the laughing in. And also, thank you to CJ Pandit, who has done our wonderful music, who also has his first single out uh, as we speak. It got released a couple of weeks ago. It's getting some fabulous reviews. Check it out. So that's CJ Pandit with Carolou. And also, lastly but not leastly, thank you to our wonderful friends and hosts over at ACAST. Um, thank you. That, so that's been. Oh, a... Also, Marcus. Yeah. <laughs> one more. Your the how, the one that you never forget. That's Will Coburn. <laughs> Will Coburn Photography dot com or at W Coburn or at Will Coburn or Google the name Will Coburn and photography and stuff will come up. You will find him. Need to need to tie that down specifically. <laughs> <laughs> what that is. Uh, Will Thanks. Coburn. AKA Mark. Thanks, Tom. Um, good. And uh, yes, and also, of course, it wouldn't be uh, the same without our wonderful guests, without um, a fa- uh, I was going to say fans' favourite, Peter Everall. Say cheerio, Pete. Cheerio, Pete. <laughs> and also our regular, <laughs> our regular mathematician, that's Matthew Brummett. Say bye, Matthew Brummett. Cheers, guys. Oh, shit. I've remembered I had a gift for you guys. Because everyone's been giving me shit about not getting a gift. Oh, well, we can wait. You can get it. It's fine. You can go get it, mate. Well, no, there was basically, I got it, but it's not, it's not turned up. There's been a logistical issue. Oh. Uh, Matthew Brummett. (laughs) For fuck's sake. Uh, Thanks. And the the winner of the Brummett Award is you. And also, lastly, but not leastly, but definitely not lastly or leastly, out of the one that everyone's been waiting for, thank you so much, Yare, for turning up and not disappointing. Woo! Cheers for having me, How lads. I really enjoyed game? that. How was it for you, mate? That was yeah. deadly. Deadly. That was absolutely brilliant. And Have sign you up. Listen to the show. Was it everything you could ever dream of? Yeah, it was. It was better. It was much better actually when you're sort of sitting here and just getting involved in it and you just yeah, I really enjoyed it a lot. No, thanks, lads. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I mean, we've only got... Just because we... you were sat next to Pete, you got to take on board the aroma of his aftershave. Yeah. <laughs> very good, very good. 
Um, and obviously, uh, thank you, Bradley. For, thank you, Bradley, for joining us all the way from the Sunshine State. <laughs> what in the fuck is it? What is it? So it's still the golden state, mate. Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. For, <laughs> and thanks, Bradley, for joining us from the golden state uh, of California. I in want the United to uh, go and experience Thanksgiving with all the thankful Americans uh, after this. So, um, but I wouldn't have missed this for all the turkey in the sunshine state. Brilliant. Uh, have a have a wonderful Thanksgiving, Bradley. Thanks again for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Um, if you're liking it, please drop us drop us a review. Um, rate it on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And until next time. Oh, social media, Marcus. Oh, also, out of all the Americans, who are you most thankful for? Well, I, I was going to no, oh, say. That's I, a well, good I, one. I was going to say. Uh, the, the, oh, the, is there something in the draft that we're most thankful for? <laughs> you are. You know who you're fucking thankful for. Uh, Pulisic, she's American. Obviously, I'm uh, thankful for Casey Keller. <laughs> <laughs> what what Americans have you got, Pete? Oh, yeah. Jeff Cameron. Yeah, oh, Jeff Cameron's a good one. Uh, Yari. Landon Donovan. I am not thankful for Stan Kroenke. Get out of my club. <laughs> <laughs> and on that on that note, if your name's Stan Kroenke, until next time. <laughs> <laughs> Draft save, that's your bit. Um, again, thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us from um, LA, Bradley. Thank you for joining us, Matt Brummett, Peter Everall, and of course, the Cerebral Assassin. Until next time. Unless your name's Stan Kroenke. What is his name? What's the joke? Yeah, no, that's his name. What if I miss the name? No, you're absolutely right. It's just a great line. It's just a great line. No, you're taking the piss. No, no, we're laughing, mate. For the first time in podcast history, we're laughing with you, not at you. What a bunch of... 